Hey guys, and welcome to Money, a podcast devoted to all things money, how to get it, how to grow it, and how to keep it. I'm your host, Stacey Johnson, and this podcast is brought to you by MoneyTalksNews.com, serving up the best in personal finance news and advice since 1991. My co-host is money expert Miranda Marquit from MirandaMarquit.com. Hello, Miranda. Hello, Stacey. The crowd is going berserk. <laughs> and also with us is producer and sound effects man, Aaron Freeman. Say hello, Aaron. Hey, guys. Happy to be here. This is going to be a good show. Not not quite as many people applauding for you, Aaron, but we'll fix that. No, I'm, I'm low on the likable team. <laughs> so, Miranda, that is not true. You're a good friend of mine. What is what is on our agenda for today, Miranda? Well, jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those peepers? For many of us, <laughs> seeing requires glasses or contact lenses. However, these items aren't often included in insurance policies unless you pay extra. So many of us are stuck paying out of pocket. So today we're going to talk about how to get more for your money when you buy glasses or contact lenses. Awesome. And I do wear glasses. As a matter of fact, I bet you all, I know Aaron does, right, Aaron? Oh, I've been doing it since fourth grade. At you, Miranda? Uh, yeah. Well, I use contacts most of the time, but yep. So we're all four-eyed, so to speak. Uh, and so th this can be a great topic for all of us and for everyone listening. And I cannot wait to get started on it. But first, we're going to do what we always do to start our discussion, which is me tell a stupid dad joke. Why did Cinderella get kicked off the soccer team? Because she kept running from the ball. <laughs> okay, can we can, let's talk about glasses and contacts, right? Now. Okay, fine. I forgot. This isn't the Stacy Johnson dad joke show. Right. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about glasses. You guys, we all, we've all agreed that we all use corrective lenses of some kind, either contacts or glasses. Uh, have you you have have who's gone? Who's bought stuff online? I have. Have you guys? I have. Uh, I have not. I usually just get mine through my eye doctor because I like convenience. Okay. Now I have done. I've done the local optometry shop. In fact, I just did this not a month ago. I got new uh, glasses that I use for my computer uh, from from a regular, like a little tiny optometry shop. You know, up, uh, went to the optometrist, got my eyes checked, blah blah blah. Bought the glasses right there. I've also gone to warehouse stores, and I've also gone online. So I've done all three. I've done every kind of way you can buy glasses. I bought them. And so it'll be interesting to talk about this. But before we talk about this, Aaron, and, and, and also Miranda, can we agree that this is one of the most colossal ripoffs of all time? <laughs> oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> because, yeah, Aaron's about to tell us things that are going to make us all see red. <laughs> tell us. Tell us, Aaron. All right. I actually didn't know a lot of this stuff until, until uh, Stacy goes, oh, we got to do a glasses story. I'm like, okay. So I started researching this story. And I was like, wow, this is amazing, all, this, all, this, all that's going on. Now, I've, I've bought Ray-Ban frames. I've, I've got Penguin frames. These are expensive frames, right? I mean, you're, they're name brand. And it turns out all of these are manufactured by the same company called, I believe it's called Luxottica. That's what I'd call it. I, I don't know the pronunciation of these things either, but that's what I'd call it. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure of the pronunciation, but I think that's, that's, that's what it is, Luxottica. And it turns out these guys have been gobbling up all other manufacturers for a long time. They've, I guess they've owned like half of all manufacturers. Yes, they do own about half. Uh, well, you, Luxottica you're talking about. Yes, yes, when it comes yeah, well, to they, Well, they own a like bunch of stores. And they own a bunch of stores. And they own a whole bunch of different, um, uh, of different labels, and they own stores that sell glasses. Right, right. And then there's this other company called Elysior. I believe that's how you pronounce it. 
that that I can't. It's Essilor. I don't know. I think E S S I L O R. Essilor maybe. And these guys have been the kings of uh, of lens manufacturing. So they're really big into very lens and progressive lenses and things like that. These two guys decided to merge and become one gigantic company. So now they pretty much cornered the market on lens manufacturing and frame manufacturing. And it's everything from inexpensive frames to uh, really high brand, like Ray-Ban and stuff like that. Um, so they pretty much control the pricing. And, and they, they control about 50% of the market for both frames and lenses. So they're like the De Beers of the glasses world. Yes, it's an oligopoly. I think Three. De Beers is more of a monopoly. An oligopoly is, is just, it, it controls most or, or sizable portion of the market. So that's at least what we have here, if not a monopoly. <laughs> right, it's, it's happening, it's happening. So, so basically, they can just charge whatever they want, and they can basically set their own profit margins. Correct, correct. And they're huge. It, it goes farther than that. So then you go online, and, and uh, if you go online and you shop for glasses and you say, oh, what, what, do you, what pops up for you guys? Online. Let's find out. I'm going to do it right I'll now. I'll do it right glasses, now, too. USA. So you got Glasses Whoa. USA? Glasses. Well, I'm just going to look up glasses online, and you get uh, Zenny eyeglasses. Oh, we get ads. So Yeah, there, ads. I got iBuyDirect. I've got Warby Parker. And goggles for you. So obviously we're in different places. Okay, that's good. That's good. I've got Glasses USA. Good. Glasses USA. Glasses USA is owned by Luxcotica. Okay. No way. So they own a big website too. I buy direct was a uh, SLR company, and so now it's merged with Luxcotica, so that's gone. Oh my god. So you get Coastal, sometimes that pops up. That's Luxcotica. So what about Zenny? What about so, Z-E-N-N-I? I did not look Optical. up Zenny. Yeah, I get that one too. But uh, That's one that I'm getting. So now I'm going to check this out. To go now check we're... it out. So anyway, you can go, <laughs> usually you can go to Wikipedia about any of these companies and find out, you know, who their parent company or subsidy companies are. Now there are other offshoots like Warby Parker. Are they a U.S. company? They're a U.S. company. Now these guys. But they get, they make it, everything, everything gets made in China. Is it true? No, not true. Not, oh, really? Not everything is made in China. No. Okay, so, for example, a lot of these lens manufacturers, there's a bunch of different lens manufacturers out there. So you've got Bosch & Lomb, you've got Carl Zeiss, and it's not all just Essilor. There's a lot of other guys, too. And so if, uh, let's say, let's say you guys wanted to make your own online eyeglass store to sell to everybody. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go down this road. I kind of do. So now your choices would be, you can go to China. Now, China has... There's two cities in China that manufacture frames and lenses. In that manufacturing process, they actually can make frames from a dollar to about fifteen bucks per glasses. And the these, these are frames you're talking these about. A dollar, just a dollar, just yep. for a frame. Now these are the same frames that you're probably buying for about anywhere from eighteen to eighty dollars online here in America. Okay. You can also buy lenses. Now get this: high index lenses. Anybody know what high index lenses? Is the super thin lenses? Any prescription? They come with all the coatings, all those you know anti glare, uh, whatever coating you can think of. They're all pre made, and those cost anywhere from about three to five bucks. That's just amazing. So you're talking about you're spending eight dollars for something that you could be paying hundreds of dollars for in a store. Correct. I I think this is a ripoff. And I've read this myself. I've, I've I've done this story, by the way, several times over the years and years I've been doing consumer news. And the markups can be uh, between 50 and 2,000% on this stuff. And it's just ridiculous. How do they do that? Are you asking us how to have me rip I mean, people I mean, off? I mean, <laughs> yes. Yes. I, it's capitalism. I mean, yeah. this is, 
I mean, basically, I mean, they, they found something that people need to have, and they've said, uh, we can get it cheap, we can sell we can sell it a lot, we don't have to worry about it because people need these things, right? Like, I have to buy glasses or contact lenses. So, I mean, it's just one of those things, and then if there are enough, you know, company, like if a company has enough of the market, then they can kind of basically set it themselves. Right, but I don't know how much it costs, like companies like Essilor or Bosch & Lomb to make lenses or Carl Zeiss. That I don't know. Now, I, I did find, like here in Florida where we live, I actually found an Essilor uh, lens manufacturer in Miami. And it was this tiny little warehouse, and they're just spitting out lenses all day long. But I could not find out, you know, how, well, how much does that cost, you know? And obviously, that's where a, a local uh, lens store could, you know, get an account and order their lenses from. And these guys would just immediately manufacture the lens for them. But I highly doubt, I mean, I don't know. I'm just guessing here. It's an opinion. I doubt they cost the 200 to $300 that, these, that they're charging at the store. Well, they almost can't, or else they'd be making them in China, right? I mean, they're not making them here if, they're, if they cost more. So, I mean, not much more anyway. Right. But by the way, now, I've got a list in front of me, and I don't, know whether, I don't want to steal your thunder, Aaron, because you're the one who did the research on this, but I've got a list in front of me of some of the Luxottica brands. Uh, do, do, you, do, you, do you mind if I read that? No, you can read Armani, Brooks Brothers, Burberry, Chanel, Coach, DKNY, Dolce & Cabana, Michael Kors, Oakley, Oliver, uh, Oliver Peoples, I don't know what that is, Persol, Ralph Lauren, Polo, Ray-Ban, Tiffany, Valentino, Vogue, Versace, all owned from the sa- by the same company, a-, a lot of these coming from the same factory. Right. And what I didn't find out in my research is how much of that is owned by Luxottica or... They license the branding. Owned or licensed is what I, the last right. list I read, so I don't know right. which is which. Okay, by the way, even better, even better, how about the stores that they own? Lens Crafters, Pearl, Sears Optical, Sunglass Hut, Target Optical, all owned by Luxottica. Right, right. Unbelievable. And nobody knows. Now they do. Right. Well, right. Well, that's the thing, right? So what do we do in that case if we're trying to save money on glasses? Like, how do we fight against something like that? How do we, like, go forward? I mean, we know what the problem is, but now what do we do about it? It's hard. It's hard. And there's manufacturers out there that are trying to to fight it, but I don't really see how they're doing a good job. Like, Okay, I actually just bought glasses last week and contacts, and I had to go through this whole process. Where'd you get them? I actually bought them at Glasses USA. Okay, which is owned by Luxottica. Which is owned by Luxottica. They okay. actually had the best price. Warby Parker, I think that's how you say their name, they're a, a company here in America, and they're they're trying to um, compete against Luxottica. So they're using Chinese factories to compete. But if you go onto their site and you look at their pricing, uh, the pricing that they're charging for lenses and everything, they're really not competing that well because it seems like Luxottica is still beating them in the price area. Now, what I've read is that... Luxottica will take down any competitor. Because here's here's a question I would ask you guys, and it's it's more or less rhetorical, but feel free to answer it if you want to. We we live in a competitive world, right? So you've got this company that owns all the stores, and they have a website, and you know, blah blah blah, and they're charging two thousand percent markup on this stuff. Okay, so the three of us get together, we just and we decide to create a competitive company. We can create a website just like anybody else, and we can have stuff made in China just like anybody else. Um, so why don't we start selling our glasses for fifteen dollars instead of one hundred and fifty? What, in other words, why is it competition forcing prices down 
if if the barrier to entry isn't that great. Well, well I, I don't know what the overhead is. That's the element to this. Is I don't know what the overhead is overall, like shipping, storage, and, and all of that stuff. I don't know how much that adds into the cost of the glasses. And a lot of these companies are offering uh, full return on your money if you don't like the glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're literally manufacturing full glasses, full warranty. You know, if you don't like the glasses, they just cut the lenses and everything. You know, like send them back and they give you your money back. So obviously the profit margin on these are huge. Yeah, but if the profit margin is that inflated, you know, if they are ripping people off by charging way too much, then it seems like somebody would come in and fill that vacuum. You know, and, and maybe they have. And, you know, another thing is if there's only a few competitors and I've got one guy who's, you know, charging a ton, then I could come in and just undercut him by a couple of bucks. And now I, my margins are huge, too. But it's, you know, this is competition, right? If more and more people that pile into this market because the margins are so big, they're ultimately going to shrink because we're all competing against each other. And that hasn't happened, even with all these online options, which we didn't used to have. I looked up Zenny, and according to what I can find, they seem to be independently owned. They used to be $19 glasses. Like, they started out back in the 2000s as glasses.com, and now they've rebranded to Zenny. And so, so far, it seems like they are independent, and they do have low prices. So, you know, that could be one thing. Check, check out, check out this site because it is, you know, independent, and like they're still going to have their markup. But I'm looking at some frames that start at like six ninety five. Oh, really? You're looking at their site right now? Yeah, I'm looking at their site right now. So, I mean, it looks interesting. So maybe somebody has done that. They have come down radically in prices. Right, but then you'd have to go through the whole rigmarole of selecting the frame, putting in your prescription, and then getting to the lens uh, selection option. Now, if you can't get the lens for cheap, which I found in a lot of sites, I could not find lenses where I got a good discount, um, that's where they're going to get you. Well, yeah, but remember, we could all we can go to China and have lens, lenses made for a couple of bucks. Right. I mean, if we're in the business of doing this. So I'm the saying. reason I went with Glasses USA, and is, I'm not promoting Glasses USA or everybody go to it. I'm just saying that's where I ended up going. They, I found uh, discounts, online coupons, and they're thrown at you as you're as you're on these sites. So let's just start throwing you like, hey, sign up now with your email, and we'll give you X amount off. While I was doing it, and uh, last week. They were giving me this multi-code, multi-75 or whatever it was, and it was giving you X amount off. And I was like, that's weird. The prices were still more expensive than I bought, like, I don't know, a few years ago. So I went back. I checked out my my purchase order, and I found out that I used the code multi-117 or no, multi-115. And I was like, well, I'm curious. I wonder if this is going to work because they're not offering it this time. I put it in, and it cut my lens price in half. Was, no way. Uh, it was like 50% off your lenses. So I, I had got these uh, high index, uh, 1.67 index, whatever. They were 200 bucks, and knocked it down to $100. Well done. Yeah, great. So, so basically what you're saying is, is you go online and you just wait for them to throw the coupons at you. And because they mark it up so much and they um, mark the prices up so much, they'll give you all these the supposed discounts and you feel like you're getting a good deal. And really, this is probably you probably, you know, you're getting the deal that they're going to give you. Right. Yeah. You're just basically going to get the deal you're going to get. Because, I mean, like I said, they've got the market cornered. They're in control of the pricing and you just got to do what you can do. You know, and, and if you're a stickler for brand name, you're going to pay for it. You know, now, as a matter of fact, may I throw something in here, too? Let, let me throw in my cynical opinion, which I'll do on almost every topic that we have. Um what if you had? What if you could sell the the same quality glasses, uh, go, you know, Dolce and Gabbana or whatever, for fifteen dollars? I don't think people would buy them. 
I think oh, yeah. people need to feel like they need to spend a whole bunch of money so they're so that they look cool. Well, and that's part of the thing too, right? That's part of our, psych- our psychology is we feel like some, if something costs more, then it must be wor- worth more. I've got my air quotes and my fingers going worth more. And and then also there's that whole idea of, well, if I paid more for it, it makes you feel more elite, right? You're part of this special elite club that can pay for these Dolce exactly. and sun- uh, glasses. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I mean, that's why places like Poshmark exist. And that's where I got my Dolce and Gabbana sunglasses actually was through Poshmark and I certainly didn't pay retail for them. So and unfortunately it's a load of crap because all they're doing is slapping a logo on there. The process oh, for sure. the process for making these is all the same. The chemicals are mm. all the same. The polishing is all the same, even from the Chinese manufacturers or even if it's manufactured in Italy or wherever it is, it's it's all the same. Uh, yeah. But and- yeah. But but yeah, but that doesn't stop us. Doesn't stop us from buying the brand. Um, no, it doesn't. And yeah, and this this applies to everything from Mercedes um, to Excedrin. You know, I've told you guys this story before that I've I've stood several times in several different cities where I've done TV news. Stood in front of the Excedrin at a Walgreens with a camera and a microphone. Watched people reach for the Excedrin, and the wall Excedrin next to it was half the price. And and the same exact thing now, not similar, exactly the same thing. So, uh, and, and I've asked people, why do you, why are you buying something for twice the price when literally rubbing next to it is the same thing? And they've said two things. One, if it costs more, it must be better. Two, it's what I've always done. So, you know, this is, this is the mentality that advertising, it turns us into idiots. It turns some of us into idiots. Uh, and I've got a Mercedes sitting in my driveway. The last one I'll ever own though. Nice, nice. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, what do we think about taking a break and then coming back and talking about some strategies to reduce the pain to your pocketbook? Thank you for re- thank you for reminding me to it's commercial break time, Miranda, because I get I get so excited I forget that I'm even doing a podcast. I'm like shrieking over here. <laughs> okay, so let me let's let's go ahead and do a, a break a real quick break, and we'll come back and tell you another dad joke, and then well, let's talk about how do we beat this system? How do we get stuff cheap? We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Time for a dad joke, and then we're going to talk about how to get our lenses cheaper. Okay, I asked the librarian if the library had any books about paranoia, and she whispered, they're right behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Did you like that? Okay, so let's talk about how to get glasses cheaper. Miranda, are you still with us? Well, I think you're. I think Aaron makes a good point. Is kind of what you need to do is look online. Um, Your your eye doctor is probably not going to be your best first choice. Uh, with my son's glasses, I'm actually fortunate in that uh, my son is on my uh, ex-husband's insurance, and they have a really good optical plan. I mean, you uh, you have to pay more, <laughs> but for for that, it works out, and it's a really good optical plan. It's not very much more, and so we actually get, you know, frames um, every two years. He gets frames, and then uh, every year he gets lenses. Uh, and then you do have to pay extra for things like, you know, the, the blue light coating and those kinds of things. But it does kind of help bring the cost down if the insurance makes sense for you. But sometimes the insurance itself is a ripoff. So you have to be careful. Okay. Now, you know, let's, let's hit something head on here that's really important. A lot of people will not buy glasses online because they can't see what they look like. 
And yep, this is one reason why these stores always, you know, their stores stay in business, right? I mean, like, you know, this Amazon took over a lot of retail, but, but there's so many, so many people have to see those glasses. How do you, how do you overcome that? Okay, I'm going to tell everybody that goes to their optician to get their eyes uh, uh, set up, make sure you're really accurate. Make sure you, you put them to the ringer. You don't want to walk out of there with the wrong prescription. In, mm-hmm. in the first place, um, I always put them through there because they actually try to rush you because they're trying to get as many people through there as possible. And uh, you want to get that right. Make sure you get all the details on that prescription. Make sure you get what's called the PD, which is the pupil di- uh, pupillary distance yep. between your eyes. That's that's really important right there, knowing how, how far apart your pupils are. All these numbers matter because if you go online, a lot of sites like Glasses USA and uh, all of the rest of them, they, not all of them, but most of them will give you the measurement to the glasses themselves. And it's a three-little number system. And a lot of times you'll see the first number is like a 52, the middle number is like a 16, and then the last number is like anywhere from 140, 145, or whatever. What these are, are your first number is the lens uh, length, the middle number is the distance, between the lenses, uh, where your nose is, how far apart the lenses are, and that that number is actually important. And then the last number is how long the arms are on your glasses, and they're all oh, in that's mil- interesting. And they're all in millimeters. So I think that's a really good uh, point to like get all of that information so that you can better buy glasses online. Right, because what you want to do is you want to make sure that the lenses themselves sit center on your eyes. So if your if that middle number is like twenty millimeters or twenty five millimeters or it's it's small it's like fourteen millimeters, that changes how far apart the lenses are from each other, and that changes where the center lens in your center of your eye is, and that's rather important. Well, let's back up a step here too and make sure that everybody understands. And when you get your eyes checked, you, the the eye doctor, the optometrist is required by federal rules to give you that prescription. Correct. Uh, they have to They have to give it to you in writing. Sometimes, because obviously when you're at a local optometry shop, what they want to do is they want to check your eyes and then they want to sell you glasses from their selection. What you want to do is take your uh, prescription and then shop around for the best deal. So you always leave your, your optical shop, your optometrist, with your prescription. They are required to give it to you. Now, they are not in my uh, – and I, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys – but they are not required to give you your pupillary distance. They will, however, do so if you ask generally. I've, I've never had one say no. Um, and, and even if they don't – if they refuse to give you your pupillary distance, you can still – you can. there are online places that will – because all it is is just distance between your eyes. Right. There are places online where you that'll measure it. And I know I bought it. Uh, I bought glasses before at BJ's, and and you know you can just walk in there and, and say, "What's my pupillary distance?" They'll pull a little thing out and tell you. Right. So it's not hard to find. But hopefully, the person who does your eye exam for you will also uh, give you that pupillary distance. But they have to give you your prescription. And if you're a long time glasses wearer, you should have a whole bunch of them. Like I have a whole. <laughs> I have a whole drawer of my old glasses, and you can actually just use a, a millimeter ruler and measure the whole distance of glasses from end to end. If you've got a pair that you really like, you know, I really love these glasses, measure them out, see what they are, and then you can go online and, and um, try to get something similar. Okay, so we've got our prescription, we've got our pupillary distance, we can now shop online, uh, ha- and how are we going to overcome the problem of not knowing exactly what we're going to look like when we're, when we're shopping online? There are two ways, right? Uh, either they're going to send us the glasses— they're going to send us frames so we can try them on and send them back if we don't like them. 
uh, or we're going to upload our picture and have those frames on that uh, so we can see what they look like on our picture. Yeah, that's, right? that's kind of why I pushed the measurement a little bit more because that whole like taking a picture and them plastering the, the frame on you, it's, 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 not, it's not very accurate. I, that, I, I bought glasses that way before. In fact, you know the sunglasses I always wear, Aaron, the blue ones? I, I bought those with uploading my picture. Right. It's a good idea to do that if you want to see how the color works for you. If you're buying like a blue frame or a red frame or something crazy, you want to see what black looks like on you. As far as like what it's going to actually, how it's going to fit on your face, that's not very accurate. Um, you're dealing now with wide angle lens optics of your web camera versus all kind of stuff, which kind of changes the features on your face where it makes it narrow or wide looking. So there's a lot of uh, technical uh, issues in there. That so you're saying that's work. something you would not do. You would not buy glasses based on a picture that you uploaded. You're not going to be able to tell how they actually accurately sit in your face or if they're too wide or too narrow. You're not going to be able to tell that. So there are a couple of places that will that will send you up to five pairs of frames so you can actually try them on and then send back the ones uh, so you can know for sure what they're going to look like. Right. To some people, that may be a lot of hassle. I've never done that. I've uploaded a picture. I've done it in person, you know, at uh, at BJ's Wholesale, you know, stuff like that. But I've never I've never gotten the frames in the mail and then sent them back. Right. Now, somebody who's super smart out there listening, who's an app designer, if you can, uh, <laughs> with the new iPhones and their LiDAR, if you can map somebody's face with the LiDAR and get it all and map out these frames, uh, you just figured out a, a way around it. Oh, that's cool. That's a good idea. You should do that. Yeah, right. So, Miranda, what have you tried to do before? Yeah, so for the most part... Um, oh, I you wear get, contacts, though. Yeah, I mostly wear contacts. I get my glasses... Um, like when I do get glasses, I only get them every two or three years and I usually, uh, just get some fairly inexpensive ones that I can just wear when I'm not wearing my contacts, which is not very often. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, I think when you're talking about contacts, one of the things, once again, one of those things that's got a huge markup, uh, hugely inexpensive to make very inexpensive. What I have found is getting them through my eye doctor. Uh, if I get a two year supply, they give, they give me a discount. So my eye doctor gives me a discount and then they also give me a rebate so usually I end up paying for a, paying for a one-year supply but I get a two-year supply uh, so that helps me um, that's nice uh, but the other thing that you can do to just kind of help ease the burden a little bit is use your health savings account so if you have a health savings account like I do and you have those triple tax savings with the health savings account and you can actually check it out we've got uh, an article about HSAs and using the lively HSA on Money Talks News. I wrote it. Um, but uh, yeah, so check that out. Learn about HSAs. Learn about how you can use that to help you uh, get triple tax savings while you're paying for these things. And then also, if you have a workplace and you have your flexible spending account, you can al also use your flexible spending account uh, to pay for contacts and eyeglasses. So while it doesn't get rid of the entire pain, uh, you can at least use uh, pre-tax dollars. You can at least use tax advantage dollars uh, to to pay for your uh, eye care, your eye, your eyeglasses or your contact lenses. Uh, in That's order, a great idea. Yeah, in order to just sort of um, make your dollars a little more efficient. Now, have you guys gone to a warehouse store? Now, I, I used yeah. Well, we used to get my sons at Sam's Club. Yeah, uh, same thing. I, yeah. At BJ's, because my experience was pretty good there. I mean, it's kind of weird, you know, sitting in you know your because everyone's walking by with their groceries and stuff. Uh, but but it's still but yeah, I had a good experience there. They, they had lots of different frames. They were less expensive, and it was it was pretty painless to go there. 
Um, not, not actually, I want to say almost a little better than I experienced that I've had at the local optometrist. Because, you know, the, tell me if you guys agree with this. You go to the local optometrist and you feel guilty, especially when you <laughs> say, like, can I have my prescription? Because they know you're going to go shop, you know, and it's just <laughs> it just feels a little weird. You know, but when it, which are the when you're at the warehouse store, it's like you know they're all about it. You know, they they know why you're there. They know it's cheaper, uh, so you know I don't you don't have to have that guilt feeling. Right, but unless the optometrist owns that store, generally, like if you go to like a lens card or something, they the the optometrists there are on the side. They're they're uh, they don't own the shop. Oh, okay. So they contract with some they're, local optometrists. Do so don't okay. worry about that. When you go in there and you ask them, they just go, oh, yep, here you go, and you just walk right out. Um, obviously, there are smaller shops where the optometrist actually owns the store, and uh, yeah, they they will they will try to upsell you as much. And as also, can. by the way, I do believe in supporting local businesses too. I mean, I sound like I, I hate the concept, but I don't. I mean, I it, it, yeah. And you know, by the way, here's another thing I have done in the past with this and other things too, uh, with local. Uh, vendors or local businesses because I do want to support local businesses. I am one myself, you know, so uh, so sometimes I'll say, look, you know, I would love to do business with you because you're my neighbor, but can you come down a little bit in price for me and match what I'm getting, you know, the quote I'm getting at BJ's or from Zinni Optical or, you know, whatever online. Uh, and you don't have to match it exactly. They don't have to come all the way down, but allow me to support my local business and get a little better deal so that, you know, maybe they don't have to pay a 2,000% markup. Right. It's true. It's going to get harder for them to compete, though, in the future. Yeah, I'm sure. And we and we do love our local businesses. Let's be clear. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and and I think that that's uh, something. I think that's part of the reason too why I like going to my local optometrist and just going ahead and, and using what they have and kind of going through them um, to get whatever rebates I'm going to get. At least they get something, right? Some sort of a some sort of a kickback. I couldn't find you're talking about contacts, and I found that interesting how you were getting deals. I couldn't find where uh, Chinese were actually making contacts. So if anybody has information on that, I bet you they are. I, I couldn't find anywhere. Um, I was, it was easily I could easily find manufacturers for frames and, and lenses, but not contacts. Um, so as far as I could tell, it you seemed like make, Johnson and Johnson and Bosch and Lom and all those guys had. Uh, had the market cornered on that here. You know, by the way, I've done almost everything you could do to eyes because I also have gotten LASIK and I've even gotten something called radio keratotomy, which is supposed to help you see better close up as you get older. I mean, I've done everything you can do. <laughs> and even as we speak, well, I'm still almost 2020 in, in uh, my right eye, which I got LASIK in 1990. I did that for a TV news story. <laughs> I got it for free. Uh, but so I've done almost everything you could possibly do. I've worn contacts. I used to wear one blue contact and one green one just to just to freak my friends out. What else do we? Okay, we have a whole bunch of links. Uh, th this show notes are going to have a whole bunch of links of places that that you know that you might want to look at online. Make, don't go to any place online though that's not going to either send you the frames to try on or at least allow you to upload your picture. Uh, but we have a whole bunch of different places. Uh, the New York Times recommends a few. We've got those. We'll have those in our show notes, too. And, and we've done. Oh, and also, here's something really important, too. There, uh, we'll have the link to this in the show notes. But uh, I did a story a long time ago called The Definitive Guide to Slashing the Cost of Eyeglasses and Sunglasses. Uh, and that's got some really good tips, too. For example, you know the coatings they try to sell you? Well, there's a place uh, that's, um, I want to say, I think it's like an optical uh, group. Um, 
Any, anyway, it's a nonprofit organization that'll tell you what all those coatings mean and whether they're worth the actual price that they're trying to charge you for them. Right, and those coatings are actually put on in the manufacturer. So the when you order them, all they're doing is ordering those lenses. They're all pre-made. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, by the way, it's the Vision Council. That's what I was trying to think of. I couldn't think of it. Uh, there, there's a page on the Vision Council's website that'll tell you what all those coatings mean and whether they're worth the money that they're charging for them. And, and those coatings can really, they can double the price of glasses. Right. So and like I said, from China's making those with all the coatings and the high index, super thin lenses for three to five dollars. Yep. <laughs> That's just amazing. Yep. Well, well. Anyway, so there's there's a lot of info. So you know, because we're just talking about all different kinds of stuff, but. A lot in our show notes is going to be a lot of this info. Or just, if you just go to moneytalksnews.com and just do a search for the word eyeglasses or, or glasses, you'll get a whole bunch of stories because we've done a ton of them. Here's here's the, the m- most money-saving tip of all. I, I don't wear um, reading glasses anymore. I used to. Uh, and you know where I'd buy them? Dollar store. I'd go to the dollar store, buy 10 pairs of reading glasses, and then I'd put them everywhere. Glove compartment, bathroom, everywhere. Right. Every Foster drawer. Grant, owned by Lexicata. <laughs> oh really? Yes. <laughs> but uh, so if and, and and a lot of people said like, you, don't you, you you're going to pay a dollar for readers? I mean that could ruin your eyes. And I'm like, yeah, I never had a problem with it at all. And and again, yeah, they're all th- not the best looking uh, glasses, but these are things I didn't wear out. You know, I mean I'm wearing them when I'm reading. That's it. Right. And so it, that's, you know, it's crazy. Um, the uh, I guess there's a worldwide um, issue of myopia. That's nearsightedness, right? Nearsightedness and uh, and farsightedness and, and everything in between. I guess it's a really bad thing. And even though uh, Lexica, Lexo, how do you say that word? Lexotica, Lexotica? is uh, cornering the market. Their ultimate plan, and this is, I think, this is how they're going to wipe everybody out. Their ultimate plan is to make uh, kiosks, machines that they can put everywhere. You uh, basically step up to it, look into it. It tests your eyes, it figures out what you need, and it will make you a pair of glasses, all for like 50 bucks. That's cool. That is their, okay. that is their far long-term goal, and they want to put, push those things out worldwide. How about a, how about a, how about a more uh, into the future look? How about this? How about they start modifying our genes so that our eyes aren't screwed up in the first place? Yep, they're looking <laughs> into that too. So that'll be the far out. So that'll actually wipe Luxottica out. There you go. And I kind of feel good about that. I don't know why. I feel like they're my enemy. Maybe they're not. But anyway, we're out of time. But you know what, guys? We're never out of topic. So you want to dig deeper, especially in this topic. We have a lot of links to more info in our show notes. And remember, if your goal is to make more, to spend less, to retire rich, your online home is moneytalksnews.com. And don't forget to check out Miranda's online home as well. That is mirandamarquit.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-I-T, mirandamarquit.com. Uh, and if you've got a question, comment, or something you'd like to suggest, tell us. Email us. It just email us at hello at moneytalksnews.com. That's hello at moneytalksnews.com. And one last thing. If you appreciate what we're doing here, do something for us. Subscribe to this podcast. It takes you two seconds. They can really help us. So if you like us, show us and subscribe. I'm Stacy Johnson. And I'm Miranda Marquette. And I'm Aaron Freeman. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Good to see you all next time. All right, great job, guys.